Welcome or welcome back to Tea and Tangents with Tara. On today's episode, we have a special guest. You want to introduce yourself? Sure. Hi, Tara. Hi, <laughs> Tara's friends. I'm Grace. So, me and Grace met originally in, like, elementary school, but we actually mm-hmm. became friends in eighth grade. Um, so, we've uh, been friends since then, even though Grace left and moved far away. An hour and a half. <laughs> and went to another high school. Um, so... You know. It's okay. It only took like five years for you to move and only be like yeah. 20, 30 <laughs> minutes away from my new house. So, so we kind of figured it out. Yeah. Eventually I followed Grace here because yes. I was like, obviously that's the only reason that I moved here. No. Yeah. I know. Your whole family needed to be close to Grace. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, exactly. it made a lot of sense. It really did. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so anyways. <laughs> let's start by talking about moving. Did okay. you like moving? I like the process of moving. Like, I love packing up all my stuff. I absolutely love having a new place to, like, set up and make my own. Um, obviously, I love shopping. Yeah, for all we know, stuff. we know. Um, there are definitely a lot of parts of moving that I don't like, though. Mm. We were talking earlier about how we like our new home compared to our old home, and mm. I actually like my old house more. Interesting. Specifically the pool area. Okay. And I've been thinking about it a lot recently. <laughs> I mean, I think your new house is pool, though. It's like a nice setup. Like, the concrete inside the pool makes me really uncomfortable. Like, it's like a it's sensory like a issue. Sensory? Okay. Yeah, it's a sensory issue I have walking on. It makes me, like, super, but super uncomfortable. For so our I listeners, really miss- Grace likes to wear socks in the pool. No, 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 no. At the beach. <laughs> I hate. I, it's another thing with, like, sensory issues. It's the sand at the beach and, like, rocks, like, in the water. Like, it scares me. What if they get crab, like, attached onto my foot and, like, yeah, like bit can... me? Like, I don't know what's gonna happen. One, we live on an risk. island. And two, um, why would you just get water shoes? Like, Oh, God. Because like, I'd rather look, like, weird than, like, a loser. I feel like there's a fine line there's between fine um, line. the weird and the loser, but it's okay. I feel like it's the exact same thing, and I just don't want to buy water shoes. <laughs> For one time, I think we were at a birthday party. I think it was your birthday party. You were like, Definitely. guys, why don't we just like try wearing socks in the water? Like, yeah, because yeah. sometimes it feels really cool, like, when the water, like, goes through. Sometimes, you know when you used to wear, like, a tankini when mm-hmm. you were younger? And you could, like, lift it and the water would go in and then it would, like, feel really funny when you pushed on yeah. it? Sometimes just wearing any clothes in the pool gives that same kind of feeling. <laughs> so I think it's kind of fun. Anyways, how do you feel about moving? So with moving, okay, I haven't, basically my moving experience is I moved, my first move was across the street. <laughs> my parents um, wow. built a house across the street, which was obviously not a far move. It was still an emotional one for me, at least. I was like four, and I remember every detail of it. Um, wow. My big thing was like, I get very attached to my room. Yeah. So I get, exactly, like mm-hmm. I feel safe in my room, I feel established in my room. Um, so I get very attached. So yes. in that, um, second house, I lived there for, like, a good, like, until fifth grade. Then we moved to Florida mm-hmm. for two years. And then we moved back. And then after that, my parents decided to Airbnb our house, like, every other summer. So <laughs> we would be, like, moving, like, every week <laughs> to a new place. Um, so that was obviously very stressful. <laughs> um, I did not like that. I do like feeling settled in a room. So where yeah. Grace likes the process of moving, I don't. <laughs> like, I really like mm-hmm. having all of my things in one place. Right now, they're not in one place. They're, like, between two houses. So I like knowing where everything is. Yeah. You know, and I also like being able to arrange my space in the way I want. So that's one thing I do like about getting a new room because yeah. it's, like, a new, fresh Agreed. start in a way. Yeah, definitely. And I'm, like, very... 
I'm very particular with my room. Like, my room needs to be, like, a very certain way. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed. Uh, I noticed. <laughs> but my room is just really such a safe space for me. That's why I'm thinking, oh, I don't know if I told you. I think I'm going to have a single next semester. <gasps> Ooh, for college? Mm-hmm. That's going to be interesting. I know. You said my roommate. You I said my I did. I really said I need luck. to do this on my own. <laughs> but I think having a single is nice in college. I think it'd be better for me. Yeah. Because I think, it, I was thinking about it this way, like, my safe space can't be somebody else's place. Mm-hmm. And, like, I have about 20 hours, at least monthly, that she'd have to be out of the room for just, like, doctor's appointments mm-hmm. and, like, advisory appointments. Yeah. Like, that's insane. Like, I can't be asking her to just do that, like, casually. Like, yeah. that's a couple hours a week. I'd feel so bad. And, you know, we talked about it, and she was, like, super receptive. She was like, oh, my God, no, like, I just leave whenever, like, all this stuff. But, like, I don't know. When it's mental health stuff and when it's, like, appointments and, like, doctor's appointments specifically that I'd, like, need mm-hmm. to be, like, yeah. doing, like, she'd have to leave. I don't want to make her do that. I feel like it'd just be an awkward situation. Yeah, I could see how you'd want your own space, too, because yeah. you also have your own authority of, like, when you can do things. Yeah, my control issues. But <laughs> <laughs> no, really appreciating... No, they would. That's, like, a huge part of it. Like, mm-hmm. I think my control issues, being able to, like, have complete control over an entire room, I think it'd be so much better for me, because I'll feel so much less anxious. But I honestly don't think it's just control issues because no I think it's so because I don't think it is even an issue to want autonomy over your own space I think that's just a human thing because American college is so strange you're paying like a lot of money to share a room with someone Mm -hmm. so you're paying a lot of money for half of a room and no bathroom like if you went to any other country and and like a gross room like can we talk about how many schools have like flooding and black mold and mice and like no water I had to stay in a hotel for a night. We had, like, eight mice over the course of the... Well, it was fine, because I only saw one, because I dipped. <laughs> I dipped you out saw of the spring semester. <laughs> She's, like, in the city expecting to see no mice. Like, <laughs> the like, is so nasty. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God, it was so bad. But luckily, I didn't have to deal with that for too long. Um, I did tell every... There were, like, five incoming freshmen from Portage, which is, like, insanely weird, because, like, there were two or three of us as of well it became one because they actually graduated this year so I was the only student at Fordham we're getting five next year and I told every single one of them I was like dude you do not want tyranny tyranny has mice you do not want tyranny like each dorm has its own little issue like tyranny has that um the other might the other one the other mice the other (laughs) dorms will flood the other dorms have mold um, yeah. Tierney didn't have water for a while. The vending machine would only accept cash, and the water fountain was broken because someone sat on it. Who sits on a water I'm some fountain? Idiot. There's 150 students in this building, like max. Like, mm. not even a lot of us. Like, really, like a public school grade worth of like people. Yeah. We all know each other. Some idiot sat on the and broke it so then for the last like month and a half that I was like going in and visiting like again luckily like I wasn't living there but the last month and a half I was visiting I would have to like bring cash with me I could drink water or I'd have to go off campus to buy water and like the fact that water wasn't like a basicness like Like, how is that that not accessible to a large population that is like a basic necessity like how are you not providing that? Do you guys have, like, little kitchenettes, like, in the building at yeah, all? Yeah, we had one on the third floor. Um, and <laughs> Wait, you're we got our access to it revoked because we couldn't <sighs> keep it clean enough. That, that happened multiple times throughout a... the year. That happened a lot. 
That yeah. is so concerning. Like, in a, a building of adults, like, imagine yeah. that was an apartment building. They'd be like, yeah, we're just closing the communal bathroom because no, um, and, like, you guys can't keep playing. <laughs> you know, and the better part is, like, we don't even just have RAs. Like, we have an RD. She's a resident director. She's, like, mid-20s, and she just, like, lives with us and, like, takes care of everything. Like, y'all have a whole parent we have, in here. We have her. We have, um, two or three RAs on each floor in addition to that. And we have three floors. So we had, like, authority, authority. Every night we'd have security guards. So how did they not catch the person who sat and broke on the water fountain? Yeah, that and the cameras. Yeah, I would love like, to know how we didn't catch this person. What if but... it was one of, like, the RDs or RAs, and oh. that's why they just, oh like, God, didn't tea. say anything? Oh, T, that would be so funny. I feel like that would make sense because, like, the cameras. Like, how are you not? Like, how do you, you not, not catch tea? them? And then how do they report that? Like, oh, it just broke. It just... I don't like, know. We used to... Our fire alarm would go off randomly, too. That was, oh my god, it was so funny. There was this one day back in the fall, our fire alarm was just going off for, like, like three hours. What? Like, it just wouldn't stop going off. So what happened? Did you have to leave the building and then just, like, hang out outside? We, we sat downstairs for a while. We, <laughs> we're sitting outside. The guys come, fix it, turned off. We go back in. It happens again. They come back, fix it. Literally, like, four times they came and fixed it. And then they had to call in other people from, like, off campus to come and do it. That happened a lot. That also happened with our pest control. Um, the on-campus guys couldn't deal with it, so we had to call We had to call off-campus pest control. Reinforcements. <laughs> we had to call in. We had to call We need backup. <laughs> They're too big. <laughs> No, and my favorite part is they told us they came in through the wall from outside. Riddle me how the hell a mouse went through cement. Maybe like, it came from like inside the walls, like from inside the building it's somewhere. It's a building. It's a really it's old building. Like There's new... no way it came through the cement. Like That's I would just so... love to know what they meant by that. We were on the second floor. They would have had to climb. It's a long climb. And girls on the third floor had the same exact thing. Like, we were not So they're the going only... up. Yeah. This was, like, an issue issue. Did anyone, like, have a pet mouse or something secretly? I swear to God, if I ever find out that somebody did. <laughs> <laughs> the guys on the first floor have a mouse. I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest. I would not be surprised. But the nice thing about my dorm, we had two bathrooms on each floor, and I was in the, like, area. It was, like, an L-shaped building. I was in, like, the smaller part, so I only shared my bathroom with, like, six other girls. Ooh. So, like, as much as I want to complain about it, like, I also, like, absolutely loved living in the storm. Would probably live there again if I had to. Yeah, because that doesn't sound as bad as sharing it with your whole floor. It was so much nicer, and it was so clean. They cleaned every day. That's beautiful. Which was really great, and I didn't actually expect them to, but they did. Which That's was wonderful. Fun. I mean, is I would hope they would. Land? Yeah, it is. I kind of love, I've been really wanting to get one for the dorm. My um, ex is going to be roommate has one, so I wasn't going to buy one, but now that we're... <laughs> <laughs> now that we're should. in the process of possibly not anymore like yeah, i was exploring really my attic space because Ooh. i have an attic space attached to my room and it's about like 25 or 30 square feet oh my god i've always wanted something I like know. that Wait, do you I, think like ghosts live <laughs> oh i've always thought about that because i don't know anything about like the people who lived in here prior so i've oh always thought about what if someone just died in here like what if i never know wait like crazy stuff could have happened here. Yeah. you have to look into it yeah Wait, that's so cool. That's another thing about moving. You don't know what happened in the house before you were in okay, it. Okay, that's a huge thing, and I totally get that. I actually, I know you were just lighting incense earlier. Mm -hmm. I, like, did a whole incense thing when mm -hmm. I moved in. Yeah, it's like, and, like I was crazy house. with that, yeah. Yeah, we had, um, so in Hindu religion, you have 
a puja to mm-hmm. when you move into a house to cleanse your house and like okay, to cool. like welcome people in. So we had that, but my mom it took so long to plan it that it literally happened months after we moved in. I was like, me? what was I vulnerable no, to me. in those months? What was I being terrorized by in those months? <laughs> Did anything bad happen in those months? I mean, like anything fall on you? Any like mysterious noises? Um, I mean. Oh, yeah, we had a huge oil leak in the house, but, like, honestly, that sounds like an inspection vault. Like, there was, it literally <laughs> smelled like oil, and we were like, oh, I wonder what that is. Uh, and then uh-huh, I wonder what that oil smell is. Oh my god! So uh, I wonder what that oil smell is coming from the basement's oil, like the boiler. <laughs> so yeah, like that was a whole thing. And then our basement flooded, um, so we had to like, redo that. But Ooh. it was kind of nice because you know insurance money for the basement. We were like, okay, like let's just build like the apartment and like, get it like looking nice. I love the apartment. Yeah. Having an apartment is one of the most clutch design features of a house, and mm-hmm. I didn't think about that stuff until recently. I've also been thinking about, like, what, like, features I want in my kitchen when I'm older. Just know that, like, I think, you know how we have, like, white fridges that have, like, little panels on them instead of, like, regular fridge? Like, I really like stuff like that. And, like, I like a trash can that tucks in, like, a drawer. And, like, obviously, like, you want one of those little pot fillers, like, Mm. over the stove, like a water tap thingy. Um, so I've just been, like, giving that a lot of thought. <laughs> I don't know why. I feel like you like interior design. I, I do. I feel like that's My a big My therapist actually told me you. recently that I mm-hmm. should do that, like, as a career. I don't know why she's giving me a career. <laughs> I love it, but, like... You're like, that was a little unwarranted. <laughs> I did not ask. I actually, like, didn't hire you for <laughs> Can you just focus on your job? <laughs> just no, make but... me better. <laughs> but that's, I, think, I think that's a really relevant suggestion because yeah, you love no, that part of right. moving and you I do. love the whole design aspect i do and i've always been super into my mom doing it too mm-hmm. like she has like a really good eye for it oh yeah and i've always been really into that i found <laughs> like interior design is something i've been thinking about so much more weirdly after like trying to plan a room with somebody else because mm-hmm. i realized like what specific design features i really like mm-hmm. And, like, that I have such a specific style that, like, it's really hard to actually coordinate with somebody else. Her room was very, like, blank. And I just assumed that it was, like, just not complete. I just assumed that she, like, didn't ever, like, have a lot of time to, like, put energy into it and, like, didn't want to. But the more we started talking about it, the more I realized, like, that's just the style she's content with. Like, she doesn't feel the need to make it overly cozy. She doesn't need it to be a safe space for her in that way. And that was, like, a huge conflict because I was, like, I not that I want to make this decision based off, like, how I want the room to look, but, like, how the room makes me feel is so hugely based off of how the room looks. Yeah. Because it's the vibe for me. Like, everything. It's all vibe. It's all energy. And so, I don't know. Weird to think about because I was, like, I hate, like, to feel like I'm doing it because of that reason, but it's, like, I need the vibes to be there. Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. that's completely understandable because, one, you don't want a crowded room. You don't Mm -hmm. want a room that looks unfinished because that feels incomplete to you Mm -hmm. and how anxious that would make me like oh i can't even imagine (laughs) oh i got the cutest way i'll show you later but i got really cute little tarot posters off amazon and they're like they're super colorful you know how normally they're just black and white yeah they're super super colorful and i love did you get them from urban no amazon it was clutch life hack Go on Urban Outfitters, find the things that you want, and then just type in, like, the most basic, awful description of it on Amazon, and you'll find, like, literally the exact same product. Catch me doing that. <laughs> no, literally, you're, like, Home Goods, TJ Maxx, just most basic description of whatever it was that you liked, half the time they have it. See, I have this big blank wall space in my room. Oh, mm-hmm. Grace, it's behind you, and okay. I, I've i been looking that. for something to do with it, because it's just 
I don't want to make my room feel crowded by putting mm-hmm. too much stuff on it. Like, I was thinking, you know how there's an old collage trend of, yeah. like, putting up all the pictures? I love that. It looks so cute, but you I'm scared. You do something like that yeah. and, like, do four by sixes of your friends and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then, like, eight by tens of, like, larger pictures you've taken. Yeah. Like, I think I'm going to do something like that in my dorm where, like, I'll have, like, all my favorite places because... We've moved so much. <laughs> I have so many different places that I'd consider to be home. So I'm going to print out, like, bigger pictures of all of those and then do smaller ones of my friends and I. I really like that idea. Yeah, I think it'd be cute. Because my only concern with doing, like, the smaller, like, 4x6s all over the wall is that making... It would make my room feel really small, you know, because mm-hmm. the whole wall is covered. So I, I know mirrors can, like, open it up, but I also yeah. don't want to, like, have, like, big mirror panels on yeah, my wall. Yeah, I feel that. You could always mix mirrors into it. Yeah. Like, you could always just do a whole little mix. And then, like, you could throw some posters in. Throw whatever in. I have a Kanye poster that I have to put up in my Ooh. room. I'm so excited. Yeah, you and Kanye. <laughs> Let's talk about the similarities okay, between so Grace I'm and actually Kanye throwing... I'm having a red flags party. Okay. Mine is... That I relate personally to Bojack Horseman and Kanye West, but honestly, like I don't even think that's a red flag. I am writing on the back. That's if the you red can flag. even call that a red flag. That you think it's not a red flag. That's the red flag. <laughs> I know. It's a whole shirt of red flags. How great is that? At the last red flag party I went to, I wore a pink shirt and I put <laughs> "I see all red flags" as pink. <laughs> that was my thing, my little rose-colored glasses. I feel like it definitely flew over some people's heads. They were mm. like, why are you wearing pink shirt? <laughs> so you recently quit your job. Oh, I do. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? <laughs> well, there were a couple of reasons. The first one was just, like, I have so many doctor's appointments a week that, like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to be that employee to be, like, hey, so I can't come in, like, Tuesday from, like, 1 to 4, but then, like, I can't do Wednesday from, like, 11 to 2. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't want to have, like, hours every single day that I was giving them that I couldn't be coming in. And then I was thinking about it, and I was looking at my life as a whole. And since the summer after 7th grade, I haven't had a break. Mm -hmm. I've been either working or in school. Yeah. And, like, as someone who, like, tried to, like, like, not too long ago, I really feel like I just needed, like, a break. To just hang out with my friends. Like, yeah. go to my doctor's appointments. Like, wake up when I feel like it. Like, yeah. and I've found that I've been sleeping, like, super normally. I've been sleeping from, like, 9 to 5. Like, going to bed at 9 p.m. My meds wow. have been knocking me. No, when you just said that, I literally thought you meant 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Because that's what I would expect for you. No, but, exactly. But that's so nice. Exactly. 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. And, like, I'll wake up. I'll go downstairs. My mom and I will, like, have our little lattes that she makes mm-hmm. us. She'll make me eggs and toast at, like, 10. We have, like, a whole little morning schedule. And I'm, like... I've been absolutely loving it. But, um, yeah, I quit. When, what is it? I quit, like, a month ago, probably. Mm. Oh, and the other reason was my manager was just really annoying. Like, constantly, all day. She's in our little earpieces, which, like, one, like, why do we even have earpieces in the first place? Like, I'm sorry, yeah. this is retail. Like, we're not in, like, the fucking, like, secret service. Like, I don't need a headphone. <laughs> like, <laughs> hello, um, pants now to section two. Now, like. <laughs> Someone in the fitting room needs help. Someone in the fitting room needs help. <laughs> Emergency situation. Do we have any extra black leggings in the back? The flares. <laughs> like, it was just so extra and over the top, and it felt so cheesy, and, like, it was honestly just embarrassing. Like, I didn't, didn't it's mess with it. definitely also the area that you're in. And it feels so much more high-end. Yeah. And it's like, I'm sorry, like, this is... We're not, we're not the bandiere, we're not an Americana, you know, and it's not like we're, yeah, you know, and it's not like we're in like, (laughs) 
the Bye. people that understand, like, I feel like it's fine. Some of these locations will have to be censored for legal purposes. Oh, yeah. Anyways, back to my annoying man. <laughs> it was just constant, like, criticism. Like, everything we were doing wrong half the time. Not half the time. All of the time, like, not to be annoying, but, like, retail is really easy. It's really good to be good at retail. It's really easy to be good at retail. Like, mm-hmm. you put on a happy face, you smile, you talk to people, like, you just, you exist and you interact and it's really yeah. easy to do a good job. Everything was always everybody's fault. Like, it was never her own fault and it was never the fault of whoever messed up. It was always somebody else's fault. Just someone completely random. So, like, I would just get screamed at for, like, doing the legging pile wrong. Like, I didn't even touch the leggings. You didn't ask me to do that. Like, that wasn't me. But now I have to go over and fix it after you yell at me. There are ways to ask people to do things nicely, and there are ways to communicate like a normal, functional human being. And and then, like, I'd be stuck there until 8.30 when we closed the store at 6, and my shift was supposed to end at 7, because she can't get her stuff together. Like, because she doesn't know what to tell us to do, because she is walking around 8 million times, changing everything, like... I have a life and I have family that are at home waiting for me. My dinner has been cold for an hour and a half now. Like, Mm -hmm. I was supposed to get home an hour and a half ago. Like, I'm not doing that. And that started to happen, like, every single closing shift. And I just, like, slowly started to, like, lose my mind more and more with her. So then I was going back to the original reason why I was working in the first place. And it was to keep myself busy and keep myself on a routine for my mental health. Mm -hmm. So I'm getting yelled at. I'm being forced to stay late. My manager is just super annoying. Everything is everyone else's fault. It's never her fault. She's just constantly criticizing people. Like, the job made me feel horrible about myself, which was so awful because retail, like, it had made me feel so good about myself because I loved helping people Mm -hmm. until, like, my manager came in, basically, and just had to make me feel really horrible. And I thought it was just me. You know, I quit, did my thing. A couple weeks later, after I quit, I get a text from another girl that works with me. She's having the exact same issue. Everyone is pissed at our manager, and she's finding a new job before she quits, and she was asking if, like, how the process of quitting went, like, what she had to do, and then, like, if I knew anywhere that was hiring. That is insane. Mm -hmm. Which is, like, crazy, because she's also older than me. Mm -hmm. Like, the other person who quit is, like, mid-20s, like, adult, adult. Like, I'm still young, so I was like, you know, like, I could just be more sensitive, like... I don't know, but But it was kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Because you'd assume someone at that age would have some work experience, so Mm -hmm. comparatively, they would would be like, okay, well, this is pretty bad. This is not a good work environment for me. Exactly, yeah. Do you have any tips for finding a job that fits well for them, that they should stay in, or that they should go forward with if they're hired for? I think it depends on your interests, and I think it depends on, like, you can make any job fun, but also just because, okay, my friend Ross, for example... He needed a job and his parents were like, hey, we have a connection at the grocery store. You can do that. And he was like, well, I love food, so I'd like to be around food all day, so I'll do that. And I was like, hear me out. If you work at a restaurant, if you work at a bakery, if you work, like, anywhere else, like a bar or anything like that, you're still going to be around food, but you're going to be around food so much more. You're going to be around the part of food you like, the actual making it, the process of talking about it, like, or the process of making it, you're going to be able to talk about it. Like, you're not just going to be, like, mindlessly ringing people up. Right. So I think it's about finding jobs that suit your interests. It doesn't have to be in such direct ways where he was thinking, where it was like, oh, I like food. Let me work at a grocery store. Like, <laughs> That's a very <laughs> Like, it was boring. so just, like, cookie cutter. Like, okay, like, this, so this. Like, <laughs> it's like, 
<laughs> like, I like dance, so let me work in a leotard factory. Mm, I feel like there are, like, way better options yeah. than, like, what you might want to do. I do think that everyone should work in retail at least once. I think everyone should work in, like, restaurant, like, mm. service at least once. I still have yet to do that because I have been working in retail since, like, ninth grade. I've been loving it. Like, it's my yeah. favorite thing ever. But, um, I do really want to work in a restaurant just at least once because I feel like people are super, super, um inconsiderate to a lot of restaurant workers and retail workers too so I think like you know get some experience it'll be way nicer to people yeah it builds some empathy in the general population Mm -hmm. for service workers definitely yeah and especially I think over the pandemic we've seen a little bit more of an appreciation towards like um Mm -hmm. workers in general Mm -hmm. but there's there's always that sense of oh well this this person gets annoyed so they decide to scream at the whole staff and like why Especially some grown people. It's not it's oh not God, teens it's so or children. embarrassing. It is like, always the older people and yeah. it is so humiliating. Like control yourselves. Yeah. Like how is that solving the problem? I <laughs> I would love to know. I really <laughs> would love to know. In what world did that work for you? <laughs> Another thing that I wanted to talk about was tattoos. So because I know we both Ooh. would like to get a tattoo mm. at some point in time. Yeah. What is a tattoo you would never get? somebody else's name somebody someone's son or daughter's name that never you will never catch me with somebody else's name permanently written on my body i don't even think i would put somebody else's name on my body in sharpie like <laughs> what if harry styles is like let me sign your body he's you not a person it. he's a god so that's different okay okay <laughs> i see where you're coming from what if gerard way had a sharpie like of course <laughs> bring him to the parlor with me <laughs> love tara your biggest fan <laughs> i think the th- only tara that listens to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm totally the only tara that listens to gerard way if you are also a tara or tara that listens to gerard way hop off the podcast <laughs> because you don't exist <laughs> exit out right now unsubscribe unfollow <laughs> Um, and then the placement of tattoos is also very important. Mm -hmm. I saw, I saw on TikTok the other day, one, it was a very poor choice. So this, this couple, this man got Uh his, I know, I started with couple. You said couple, yeah, it's red flag. This man got his girlfriend's name tattooed on his chest, but he did it like right above. Wait, like a chest piece? Yeah. I'm sorry, (laughs) that's so foul. But he did it like right above. That's such a weird placement. For a name tattoo, like, I get no, the whole, like, that's so foul. Is it trying to be on his heart? But it was not across his heart. It was basically across his nipple, so I was oh, confused. God. I was like, why was that the choice? Oh, God, that's humiliating. Can we talk about, like, the, how much of an ick that is? Like, I'm sorry, if a guy ever, like, pulled up his shirt to reveal a tattoo of my name, I would <laughs> run fast as I could for the nearest woods. Like, like at least tattoo my face. Like, no, no literally, like, get something good. <laughs> Or, or, like, my phone my, number. I don't know. What if you change your phone number? That sounds like so just stupid <laughs> idea. That's like people. I'm just saying, at least that's like more practical. It's <laughs> like people who, um, what is it? They would tattoo you the Spotify codes. Oh, yeah, that. And, okay, also, even like a lesser form of that, like getting Spotify codes as stickers for like your car or like your computer. Like, how can you just do one song? Like, maybe if it was like for an album. Yeah. But then it's like, aren't your albums saved in your own little section anyways? Couldn't you just scroll? <laughs> I feel like a code is way more work. 
like, what if Spotify discontinues that feature? Then yeah. rip the tattoo. Or, like, what if you, like, delete your account? Yeah. Like, or what if even Apple, <laughs> yeah. like, your family, like, changes their mind. Or what if even the code just changes for that one song? <laughs> and then, like, the song on your wrist is, like, Sweet Home Alabama. Like, oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, that could Or what bad. if you tattoo it, like, an inch off? Then that, doesn't that also change the code? Yeah, because how do you make sure? Like, what? Another thing? When people post what they wanted versus what they got, even if it's better, if it's different, I get thrown off. Because yeah. I'm like, if I'm showing you what I want, I don't want it to be any different. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. I'm showing you what I want. This is exactly what I want. Like, if it's any different, like, I'd cry. So I don't understand how people get something different and, like, love it right away. Like, I feel like it's like getting a haircut. Like, how do you just but I feel accept like it immediately? The difference is that with a haircut, you don't have to accept it. Your hair will grow back. With tattoo, you kind of have to accept it. What are you going to do from that point forward? Yeah, I feel it's like that makes your it body. harder to accept. For me, I would just freak out. Maybe it's, like, the commitment issues. Uh-huh. There's this one show. It's, like, I don't know. I don't remember what it's called, but it's okay. a tattoo competition right so Ink they, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah like have you ever seen the really bad ones how would you i would not you cannot like, pay me just, money to do no, that no never the, no never. and that's like me wanting one i get so scared all the places i want to get one are places where i have like a little more skin what happens if i grow what happens if, what I, if you get pregnant what if I get in the pregnant? future? And then yeah. that's why I wouldn't get, like, a stomach or hip tattoo because your skin yeah, stretches. your skin stretches. That's what happens. I don't know. And, like, that's the thing. The hip, like, right, yeah. like, on my little side is probably the only place I'd get it because it's the only place that I know it'd be fully hidden all the time. <laughs> I would get one, like, on the back of my arm right here, but, like, holy wow, that'd kill. Yeah. Like, I think I'd actually need to be, like, sedated. sedated. <laughs> I think it would work out, though. Both of those placements are very nice. Yeah. Do you and think I should, like, should we? <laughs> she's like, should we? She's like, I wouldn't get anyone's name tattooed. I wouldn't get matching tattoos. Should we get matching tattoos? <laughs> it's like, she's like, should we get matching tattoos? Get, and my get... friend breaks up with me the next day. <laughs> she's like, tattoo Grace on oh your name, on your God. arm right now. <laughs> tattoo a G under your big toe. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like that wouldn't be too bad. It'd be really funny. Because who's going to see it? Or just a smiley face. <laughs> who's going to see the G on my face? Well, and I were going to do, um, we were going to do, she was going to have, like, the balls, and I was going to have, like, the... <laughs> <laughs> like, we were going to do... Yeah. Um, we decided, so not to. we decided against it. I feel like long-term you wouldn't look back fondly on, um, now. What are you talking about? <laughs> I feel like I'd love that. I think my grandma, I think it would really speak to her if I oh, got yeah? that, you know? Yeah. I, think I just would... know how much she loves that symbol, you know? It's just yeah. I think it would really speak to her, like, slamming the door on your face. <laughs> She's like, Grace, go home. Do not come here. No, my grandma was going to get one with me. Are you serious? Last year, she told my dad when I was younger, I remember hearing the symbol. that she would... Oh, not the symbol. No, yeah. No, no, just a regular tattoo. Yeah. I remember hearing, though, when I was younger that she was going to disown my dad if he ever got one. She was, like, so anti-tattoo. And then I turned 18 last year, and I mentioned wanting one. And she was down to get one with me. <laughs> we never did. And I still regret that. Mm. I think I'm going to try and convince her, too. I think it would be nice. Especially mm. when you take a trip to buy her. Yeah. And like, oh, let's find a place by you. Exactly. We can, you know, make you it a day thing. Like, you go to, like, High Hopes in Newport. Like, I don't know. Like... <laughs> It's almost like I already have a tattoo parlor that I'd want to go to, like, in the town she lives in. She's like, I almost, like, planned it out with the artist ready. <laughs> it's almost like I do know exactly what I would get. 
But Man. I think that would be really sweet. Yeah. I think being sentimental with it would be probably way better long term than just something like dumb and funny for now. Yeah. A lot of people say, oh, they justify the whole like dumb and funny tattoo by saying it's a stamp of the moment. So like you'll look fondly yeah. back on like the time, but it's also on your body forever. It's on your body forever. Like I, I don't want to stamp. I don't I need want my it. kids asking what the loop is. Yeah, like I don't need to explain that to them. <laughs> I, I don't want to like lift on my feet one day. I'm giving birth and there's like a smiley face on my big toe. <sighs> like that's that's so. I don't know. I feel like there's teen tattoos. Don't mm-hmm. translate to adult bodies. So wait, that makes that's such a good way of putting it. Hear me out though. You said teen tattoos, stick and poke. Oh my goodness, people! I wish <sighs> that I could get a stick and poke professionally like done, mm-hmm. but like, cause you know how they like aren't supposed to last as yeah. long. Like I just wish I could get that professionally done, have it for like three to five years, and then have it go away. Like I don't want a tattoo forever. Yeah. So, ink <laughs> that brings us to our first sponsor, Ink Boxes. <laughs> no, I would love that. I mean, as much as, like, I would love that. Shameless plug right now. <laughs> I love Ink Box so much. They didn't sponsor this, but their products are so good. And the, the little, the dropper they have so you can design oh, your yeah. own stuff. It's so sick. We used to do, um... The IB, the IB group in high school, we would do little tattoos. All of, like, the art students would draw on us, and we would get the most intricate stuff. And we were actually, at one point, all going to get, like, fake inkbox IB tramp stamps. Oh, no. Just to mess with our IB coordinator, because I thought it was funny. And then they ended up being, like, 30 bucks each. And we were all like, nah. <laughs> not for a week. Nah, not for, not for the week. Yeah, if you didn't know, uh, Grace went to get her basically an international high school diploma. Grace is a super genius, and she just decided to make a lot more work for herself by being no, super I did. genius. Like, for no reason, I was like, I want more work in high school when it like literally barely even matters. She, she was like, I want my high school diploma to transfer everywhere. <laughs> Ideally. <laughs> um, I wouldn't have done that. I don't know why I did. It was definitely like an experience. And I think if I hadn't done it, I would have ended up in a weird, not a weird group. I would have ended up in a group where I would have been making a lot of really bad decisions, oh, yeah. like way worse than I was making, which already were like questionable as it is, I'm sure. But I think about it all the time in like the sense of how much more likely was I to get into college because I did oh. it. And I really don't think that it had that much of an impact on it. Like, I think coming from like either way, I would have been able to get into Fordham. Of course. And I really don't think that the diploma did Maybe for scholarship. Maybe that's where it was. And, like, obviously that's, like, a huge help. And now that I think about it like that, it does make the diploma actually, like, very worth it. <laughs> um, I think that's me for my university, too. I definitely mm-hmm. could have gotten to where I go for without doing all the mm-hmm. things I did, but not on a full scholarly. Like, yeah, you know? exactly. But I also think it changed you as a person a little yeah. bit. Because you had to have a lot more discipline to go through with that program. Yeah. You had to have a lot more focus. You also were forced to go through these very stressful situations. You yeah. have to deal with that. That's, like... So, like, I just don't understand how I, like, couldn't do college. Like, I just don't understand how college was what pushed me to my breaking point when I did that in high school. Like, and I always said that in college. Like, I didn't have that much work. Like, I was shocked at, like, how much more I had in high school Mm -hmm. than, like, college. And it was really weird because nobody else had that kind of experience. Mm -hmm. 
But, like, I still couldn't do it. But it's, I don't think it's that it was college was easy, like, you couldn't do it. I think it's, you did school for so many years straight on top of whatever else you were doing, you know, traveling with your family, um, doing oh, this, yeah. dealing with that, and then just went straight into college. <laughs> I think it was that part. My favorite part is that I tried to do it all unmedicated. Like, yeah. I was like, I'm going to raw dog this she whole was like, experience. You know that concept <laughs> where people on antidepressants stop taking their antidepressants because they, oh, they're yeah. like, oh, I'm cured, and then they get depressed again? No, here's I the thing. I was never cured, though. And for my ADHD, like, I unmedicated, unmedicated myself. Yeah. Like, I didn't take my ADHD meds the whole time I was there because they make me feel like like, a zombie, like, it's just a really disgusting, gross feeling, um, so I just didn't take them until the week of finals, oh. which was, you're like, now is the time! <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm gonna do all of my work in this one week, and we're gonna get it all done, and it's gonna be perfect, and for some reason, it didn't just magically work out, like, I was, I, I ended up why. being hospitalized, yeah, it was really weird. That is really weird, I <laughs> think. <laughs> I'm excited to go back, though. Now I'm determined I have to be the best student in everything. No, see, that's- I have to be perfect. Grace likes to solve one problem and then create another one. <laughs> so, create. So, she'll be like, five more. Now, I think it now is. I have to be a perfectionist. Now I have to be a perfectionist. She's like, now I have to get all straight A's. Yes, exactly. I mean, you definitely can do it. I think the pressure that you're putting on yourself is a lot, though. Because oh, definitely. Grace has the capacity and has done a lot of brilliant things, written a lot of long papers, and gotten a lot of good grades in her like challenging program. That's but true. she likes to take it to the point where she's like, Okay, well, now I have to do better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is great. No, but, uh, my favorite part is I don't start until the last minute. I put all this pressure on myself, and then I'm like, I hold off until, like, the very last minute possible <laughs> to start my work. And I just don't understand what about that process, like, comforts me or, like, makes me feel good. Like, why I keep going back to it is just so beyond me. I feel like it's a learning process. It's College a learning, is a learning process. process. <laughs> no, it's just fear of failure, I think. I think it's fear of failure. I think it's procrastination. I think ADHD stuff has got to tie into it somehow. Mm -hmm. eh, whatever. It is what it is. You're rolling with it. Yeah. And I, I feel fear of failure is very hard to overcome because mm -hmm. it kind of takes away. You have a love for learning, and I do too. Yeah. It, you kind of start learning out of fear more out of love than yeah. out of love. And that's such an awful feeling. And then, like, doing that all, like, while you're on medication that just makes mm. you feel horrible is so not fun. Um, like, Ro my roommate last year, Roella and I, we would try and, like, we'd make, like, fun out of, like, our little studying days. So we would go to Starbucks, we'd go to the deli, we'd get, like, little snacks and, like, little, like, um, we'd pick up, like, a sandwich and then, like, I'd get, like, Skittle gummies or something, like, really flavorful and, like, just sweet and yeah. chewy so that like while we were in the little study rooms I could sneak it out of my bag and have just something to like almost like wake me up a little bit and like give me that little yeah. boost so we would find ways we would um take breaks every couple of hours to just gossip we would go in the library in these study rooms that we have we'd turn the lights off like it was super chill super calm we'd find ways to make it work for us so I think like I'm just gonna make sure I do that this year. It sounds like and the not wait until part. finals. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I just waited until the last week. <laughs> I remember we Grace and I have one mutual friend, um, and just she one? was well, no, just the one, the one, the one. I didn't talk about in particular. <laughs> yeah, we only have one mutual friend out of everyone we know. Everyone we went to school. With. Yeah. But um, so she was taking a theater class. This was our fall semester of college, and. She didn't realize that it was an asynchronous class, and she didn't realize that there were lectures for this class for some reason. For some reason, our lovely friends did not realize there were lectures for this class, and she decided 
to just go into the final exam thinking that there were only PowerPoint slides and worksheets. So she missed out on all of this content. Oh she God. FaceTimes me and she's like, bro, do you know anything about theater? During her final. And she's like, I was, I was like, and she was like, I didn't know there were lectures for this class. So I would love to sign up for a non-lecture class. Yeah. Like, holy fucking shit. That gave me a run for my money. I was like, oh God. I'm going to have a moment like that when I go back and I'm gonna be so not ready for it. Because that's like something I've been thinking about a lot. Like, I haven't been a student in so long. Like, is it going to be hard? Is it going to be weird? I feel like it'll be nicer because you had the break. Yeah, I think I it'll be so. a nice transition. Because there's always mm -hmm. going to be that summer to fall transition. And I yeah. feel like it'll be like that, hopefully, for mm -hmm. you. I hope so. I think it'll be okay. I really hope that I can take one of my classes online. I would hope so, too. I think it'd be so nice if I could. Like, I just, I hate in-person classes so much. And I know so many people love them. Like, all people wanted was to go back to in-person class. I, like, why? Like, <laughs> what did people like about it? Did you like sitting in front of the teacher, having to do your hair and makeup before class? Having to be called on at any random moment? You couldn't use any excuse at all? That's having to ask true. to go to the bathroom? Asking to go to the bathroom was the pain of my existence. It was humiliating, humbling. Yeah. Like, oh my god. <laughs> no, humbling for sure. <laughs> so humbling. And after being a remote student for so long, mm -hmm. I was so looking forward to getting back to in-person classes. Yeah. Now that I'm back in person, I love and appreciate the atmosphere of an in-person mm -hmm. class. But for some class types, you don't need to be in person. There's no need Lectures? for... Lectures? Oh my gosh. And for me, it works so much better for me to be online because I'm actually... I'm like actively listening and taking notes mm -hmm. and I'm doing work for another class or that class at the same time yeah. so I'm being so much more productive if I'm not doing both of those I'm doing neither mm -hmm. so it's like it's kind of one or the other and then when I'm in class listening like I'm somewhat listening I'm taking notes but I'm not actually like paying attention I'm not engaged I'm just like doing the least amount of effort I like putting the least as I can into yeah. it so I feel like I got so much more out of online classes but I also like it was, like, the last two years of high school that we were, like, in online classes for, like, yeah. I had to get a lot out of them. It wasn't really an option. So, like, if it wasn't that, if it had been, like, earlier on in high school, like, I don't know, I probably, I probably would have slacked off a lot more. So. Yeah, because we were in the point where we had to apply to college, and exactly. we had to get things done was, to show to colleges. Yeah. But being back in person, I at least, like, I think the big part of being in quarantine was that just being able to see other people was the part mm -hmm. we missed. Maybe not necessarily going to school and sitting in class, but yeah. going to school and going to lunch and yeah. having lunch with friends or having that social time. Yeah. For me, I, like, chose to stay online. Mm -hmm. Like, senior year when we could go back. Like, me too. I chose to stay online because my friends would come over to my house, we'd do school in separate rooms, and then just hang out. Like, it was so much more fun to us. And then, like, go get Starbucks, like, on our break, or, like, if our teachers let us go early, like, we just, like, go downstairs and, like, watch a movie or something like that. Like, I had so much fun doing that. Like, I just want to do that in college. <laughs> like, you had a lot of autonomy over what you yeah, could do. Yeah, I had so much freedom. And, like, with parents who, like, were really great and, like, just didn't really care what I did. Or not didn't care what I did, but were really lenient and let me do a lot of the things I really wanted to. It was so nice. Yeah, that is <laughs> it was really the nice. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You had a good end to high school. I did, yeah. And I think I had a really rough beginning to high school, so I really needed that, like, yeah. good ending. Which is nice. Full circle moment. <laughs>
Uh, the last thing I want to ask you about today, if mm-hmm. you would like to talk about it, is the therapies that you've been involved in. Yeah. So what has been working for you? What has been super interesting and different for you? So this, I tried sandbox therapy and it was like really cool. I like personally just don't believe there's like a deeper benefit to it. I think there can be. So the whole point is like, you have a million items and you have an empty sandbox. And then you look at the items, you use your non-dominant hand. So you're, like, thinking way less. Like, you're, mm-hmm. like, way less likely to, like, just, like, throw it wherever because you're used to doing that. Um, It's really cool. It's a really cool way to bridge your subconscious and your conscious mind. Here's the thing, though. Because you have no control over it and you're just bridging that gap, you don't know what's going to come out. So you can't focus on a certain thing. So for me, when I did it, mine ended up being all about my grandma. I was like super like, oh, it was really cute. I really wanted to visit her. So I went and visited her after it. And that was like a great experience that I wouldn't have gotten if I hadn't gone to the therapy. But I have no, my grandma has no purpose in my therapy. Yeah. Like there's nothing about her that upsets me. Like she Mm -hmm. was just on my mind because I really missed her. Mm -hmm. That's what my subconscious was like choosing to like navigate that day. So it's really hard because you have no control over what your subconscious chooses to, like, push through. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the time I feel like it's just not helpful in a therapy way because, like, I just – I didn't need that, you know? It was kind of just a waste of time and money for me to, like, be like, oh, I miss my grandma. You know, like, there's no real, like, therapeutic, like, purpose behind it, like – Yeah, because you have this mindset of wanting to be productive and to work towards fulfilling needs that haven't been met. Mm Mm-hmm. So in that sense, it's definitely a more broad approach to, oh, I yeah. need this, I need to do this, I would like to do this, I want to do this, but I'm not thinking about it. Yeah, I think for people who have been in, like, a really traumatic accident, and I think for kids, I think it could be really beneficial, because I feel like it'd be whatever's, like, most on your mind, but I think, like, as just a regular therapy approach, it wasn't super effective for me. But it was really fun, <laughs> and I really liked it. The one thing we did note that I just think is really interesting, that I did really like about it... Everything in my box had something else next to it. I couldn't put one thing down without putting something else next to it. And I didn't realize that until after everything had to be connected. And there couldn't be, like, a lot going on. Like, it was just two things together. But nothing was alone. Interesting. And that was the only real, like, therapy-esque kind of vibe that I was like, oh, like, that feels like therapy. Mm -hmm. Like, how much I value connection. Mm -hmm. But also, like, I could have told you that. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like... You know, I don't really know. But it does sound like it would be good for kids. It was, Yeah, I feel like for kids it would be really good, and I feel like for people that have been through something really recently traumatic, mm-hmm. it could be really cool. Was there something else that was more effective for you? Um, so I do that with a woman who's an overall wellness person. I find that, like, my, like, regular therapist is just, like, the best. Like, meeting with her is just everything that I need. I've been meeting with her since eighth grade. You remember yeah. when I started meeting with her? Yeah. I was still at Hampton Bay's back yeah. then. Um, she's like exactly what I need. We've done CBT. We've done DBT. Um, I liked DBT a little more because it was a little more hands-on, I felt like. Um, and a lot of the exercises we learned that surround that like related to DBT because I was hospitalized and obviously it was like immediate focused on like immediate like reactions and stuff like that. Um, were just little tricks on how to, like, calm yourself down. So, like, if you mess with temperature, like, if you're feeling, like, really anxious, if you take something really hot or really cold and put it on the back of your neck or your wrists, like, that Mm. calms you down so much more. 
because your body is like, oh, what's that like crazy sensation? Now we're going to go focus on that instead of whatever I'm thinking about. Um, so I really liked all of those. Those were super helpful for me. And I have a DBT workbook at home that I've read through a bit. But I also have problems with that because in the DBT workbook, we just, we put some wild, crazy things that happen. We put some awful circumstances in that I've like, literally like, the DBT workbook is really triggering. Okay. Whoever wrote it clearly does not struggle with any of the things that they're very qualified to treat. And so there was like, I don't think anyone who overlooked it like had anything <laughs> like at all, like any sort of mental illness, because there are just a lot of things in this very specific workbook that I got that I found were so, so, so triggering. And I like couldn't read it because of that after yeah. a certain point. So uh, everything works a little bit for me and everything doesn't work a little bit for me. Mm -hmm. But the thing I like the most is just meeting with my regular therapist and doing that. She's amazing. That sounds great. It's good mm -hmm. to have that consistency. Yeah, definitely. Because also she's grown to know you over the years and yeah. to <laughs> have all that background knowledge. Yeah, and she's like knows my entire family. She knows so many people out east. Like mm -hmm. I can talk about anyone and she knows who they are because someone in the family has gone to her. Yeah. So it was just, it was really great. Um exactly what I needed for sure I'm, I'm so glad you were able to find that and especially when we were going through different things I think mm -hmm. it's nice to have an like an outside support an external yeah, support definitely. from your support system so you definitely. get like a more objective perspective on what's mm -hmm. going on yeah and I think having someone with the perspective like someone who's qualified like mm -hmm. someone who knows exactly what they're talking about is like a million percent qualified to talk about every disorder you have someone who can tell you like hey, you're going to be looking at this really differently because you have, like, these specific disorders. Like, a normal person would not react the way you will, and you need to take that into consideration, like, when you go about your day, like, when you're acting. Like, just someone to bring up things like that, I feel like, is so helpful. Because, like, as great as my, like, personal support system is, like, nobody in it is qualified to talk yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah. But thank you so much for being so thank vulnerable. Thank you for having me. And thank you so much for sharing about all of the different things that have been on your mind recently. Yeah, of course. Uh, thank you to our listeners for thank listening, you so much for listening to this episode of Teen Tangents with Tara. And feel free to come on again, Grace. Thank you thank so much. Thank you so again. much. Please have me back. Yeah. We'll come up with some really interesting stuff. Of course. We always do. 